minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday, Erev Rosh Hashanah, getting ready for the brand new year of 5775 and wishing all of our amazing listeners a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. B'Sefer Chaim. Words that we start saying tonight. Among the additions that uh, are put into our liturgy during the uh, holiday of Rosh Hashanah and continuing through the uh, Aserah Shemei Tshuva, the first ten days of the year. That's Mordechai ben David. Ben Sion Schenker had a Reshes Fosenu from the chauffeur service. Ein Kitzva from... Uh, Musaf for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and Uva Shofar Gadol from the Unasana Tokef on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Hayom Tam Tzenu, Dudu Fisher from Prayers on Broadway. You heard Reb Shlomo Kalbach, Hanesh Shamalach, and Rachamana, both from Slichos. 
which I'm sure a lot of people are saying right now, most likely, <laughs> losing half our audience to Erev Rosh Hashanah Slichas. And the Regesh Modani opening things up as we say good morning. It's Wednesday on the September the 24th, day 29 in the month of Elul, the year 5774. Tufshin Ayin It was uh, 31 years ago today, on the 29th of Elul, 5743. On a Wednesday that I began working here at WFMU. 31 years ago today on a Wednesday, Erev Rosh Hashanah. Wow. Had a million thoughts going through my head driving in this morning. 31 years. Unbelievable. What a privilege it's been for me, and I thank you all for making it possible, and we wish all of our amazing listeners yet another year, a happy, healthy, and sweet new year ahead. May we share amazing news and fantastic um, daily get-togethers all through the year 5775. 60 degrees, 81% humidity, winds in northeast at 7 miles per hour, mostly cloudy today with a high temperature of 74. Then tonight the rain begins. It looks like the first Day of Rosh Hashanah in this area is going to be a wet one. Yeah, it looks like tomorrow's going to be a rough day weather-wise. Uh, then Friday should improve with the uh, sunshine. That serves us right. If we were in Yushalayim, we'd be uh, sunny and 88 for Rosh Hashanah. But uh, we are expecting rain in this area. Uh, 88 in Yushalayim, 60 degrees here in Jersey City as we say good morning. I wish everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year. On this Wednesday, Erev Yontif at JM in the AM. Uh, tomorrow and Friday will be off the air. There'll be other programming during this time slot, not of the JM in the AM variety. We'll be away for the holiday. Next week is a full week for us, Monday through Erev Yom Kippur Friday. So make sure to join us then. Our programming, which will, uh, our original programming will wrap up about 1 p.m. this afternoon with Yossi Zweig and the Wednesday live lunch, and I thank him for doing that on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Um, and then we'll pick things up over the weekend. Sunday, don't forget, it's Tzom Gedalia. And Shabbos is Shabbos Shuvah. So um, there's a lot going on, that's for sure. On this Erev Rosh Hashanah, candle lighting time is 6.30. 6.30, your candle lighting time. For Erev Yom Tov. And a reminder, an Erev Tavshilin, no matter where you are in this world, even in Israel, very often outside of Israel we are making or saying an Erev Tavshilin, while in Israel we do not. And we could explain all of that, but I guess not right now. Um, today, it's a three-day Yom Tov, quote-unquote, for everybody in the entire world. So an Erev Tavshilin must be made that allows us to cook Anyantif for Shabbos. So make sure to take care of that. The Prime Minister of Israel, <coughs> excuse me, the Prime Minister of Israel delivered a message. Um, a message for the new year. Shared it with the people of the world. The message as we enter 5775 and watch what's going on in this 
unbelievable creation called the world of ours. I don't know if when God created the world, and we do say the words Hayom Harat Olam tomorrow, I don't know if when God created the world, even he anticipated that things can spiral the way they have recently. Anyway, the Prime Minister of Israel has spoken. Here is his Rosh Hashanah New Year's message at JM in the AM. My friends, as Jews celebrate the New Year around the world, we can take pride in all that unites us. The Jewish people indeed always unite when faced with great challenges. And the past year was no exception. Over the past few months, three of our teenagers were kidnapped and brutally murdered. Thousands of rockets were fired at our country. And too many of our bravest young men and their families made the most painful of sacrifices in Operation Protective Edge. Throughout all that, we witnessed tremendous support for Israel from Jewish communities everywhere. And at the same time, we in Israel know that it has been a difficult period for many of your Jewish communities. You face increasingly virulent and even violent anti-Semitism. So on behalf of the people of Israel, I thank you for supporting our just campaign to defend ourselves, to provide the sustained peace and security that all Israelis deserve. And I assure you that we in Israel will continue to stand by your side as you confront hatred and intolerance. Jews everywhere must be able to live proudly and without fear. So as we celebrate Rosh Hashanah with our families and our friends, we should also celebrate the strength, the strength we derive from our commitment to one another. That strength will serve us well as we meet the challenges and also the remarkable opportunities of the new year. Israel is an amazing success story. The Jewish people are again sovereign and free in our own homeland. Together we've built a vibrant democracy, a robust economy, a global technological powerhouse. In the new year, Israel will remain a beacon of freedom and human rights in an intolerant area. Israel will continue to be a source of innovation to the benefit of the entire planet. And Israel will not give up its dream of a secure and enduring peace with all our neighbors. Israel will remain a source of pride and strength for Jews no matter where they live. And I have no doubt that the future of the Jewish people is one of hope and promise. So on this holiday of Rosh Hashanah, that is definitely something we can all celebrate. Shana Tova to all of you. Rosh Hashanah, the first day of the year. It's time to be happy, it is all clear. We ask God to forgive us for all of our sins. A healthy new year he should bring in. The month of Elul brings in the Tshuva. That we can improve Then we will sing these words Shana Tova, 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 Shana T
J.M. in the A.M. A minute before 7 o'clock. I cannot thank the listeners enough and my colleagues. A lot of people checking in with anniversary wishes. It was 31 years ago today on Wednesday, era of Rosh Hashanah, that I started here at WFMU. Hard to believe. Shema Koleinu Medli of the Zachreinu L'chaim album, Eslichos Experience with Shlomo Kalbach. Mordechai ben David, Hayom Haras Olam. Shlakrak and Shana Tava. After you heard the Prime Minister's message here at JM in the AM. Wednesday, Erev Yom Tov, the brand new year of 5775 begins tonight. Candle lighting at 630. Uh, straight from the two-day Rosh Hashanah into Shabbos Shuva. And I thank everybody for tuning in. Another couple hours to go for JM and the M for this year. And, of course, on our stream, we'll continue going all day long, including an amazing Erev Yom Tov live lunch being conducted by uh, Yassi Zweig at 11 a.m. At 9 o'clock this morning, the encore presentation of last night's 9 at 9. A couple of surprises in the 9 at 9 last night, I must say. It'll all be coming up after JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockin' County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Brand new year begins tonight. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday, Erev Yom Tov. We say Shana Tova from JM in the AM. גלי צהל השעה שתיים, שנה טובה וחג שמח, כאן כרמית ראובן בצלאל עם מה שקורה עכשיו. החלו עומסי התנועה בכבישים לקראת ארוחות החג. מאולפן גלגלץ נמסר שכביש עכו נהריה עמוס מצומת שומרת עד צומת נהריה. כביש 6 לצפון עמוס מאוד ממחלף ניצני עוז עד מחלף עירון. וכביש החוף עמוס ממחלף פולג עד מחלף ינאי. במשטרה הצופים שהעומסים יחמירו בשעות הקרובות וקוראים לציבור לצאת לארוחות מוקדם ככל. טורקיה מכחישה מעורבות בהפצצות האוויריות בסוריה. כתבתנו עפרי אשל. יממה לאחר שהודיע נשיא טורקיה ארדואן כי יסייע צבאית לארצות הברית במלחמה נגד דאעש, בכירים במשרדו של ראש ממשלת טורקיה דאוטונו מכחישים כי חיל האוויר האמריקני טס במרחבם האווירי או השתמש בבסיסם שבטורקיה. הבוקר דווח כי ארצות הברית והקואליציה שעומדת מאחוריה תקפו חמש מטרות בגבול סוריה-טורקיה. במקביל שלושה מתומכי דאעש נעצרו בשוויץ בחשד שתכננו לבצע פיגוע. השלושה במקור מעיראק נלכדו בעקבות שיתוף פעולה מודיעיני בינלאומי והם נחקרים כעת. המשטרה מבקשת את עזרת הציבור בחיפושי האחר נעדרת בסיכון בשם עדי שוורץ, בת 34 מחיפה, שיצאה מביתה בשכונת רמות אשכול לפני כיומיים, ומאז עבד עם הקשר. מבנה גופה רזה, שערה חום, לבשה מכנסי ג'ינס וגופייה בצבע בז' וכן סנדילי אישה שחורות. כל היודע דבר על מקום הימצאה מתבקש ליצור קשר עם מוקד מאה. ספורט נמשך העימות בין איגוד הכדורסל למורן רוט, כתבנו שמואל מוניץ. בהודעה שפרסם איגוד הכדורסל נכתב, האיגוד מגנה את התנהגותו והתנהלותו של מורן רוט בתקופה האחרונה. 
בניגוד לדברים של רוט ושל עורך דינו, האיגוד או מי מאנשי הנבחרת לא הכפיש את מורן, לא רדף אותו ולא פגע בשמו הטוב. ההפך הוא הנכון. בסיום ההודעה נכתב, האיגוד רואה בהופעה בנבחרת ישראל ערך עליון, ומשוכנע שמרבית השחקנים הישראלים וגם המתאזרחים רואים את הדברים בדרך זו. התחזית לחג היום עדיין חמה הרגיל, מחר הטמפרטורות ירדו וייתכן טפטוף בבוקר. ולסיום, במצעד הישראלי השנתי של גלגלצ נחשפה לפני זמן קצר אחת מאנשי השנה במוזיקה, מרינה מקסימיליאן. תודה רבה, זה די מופלא כל הסיפור הזה. לפני אה, קצת יותר משנה יצא לו לעולם האלבום הראשון שלי. אז אה, כל ההפתעות האלה הן אה, קצת גדולות מלהכיל ו... אני מרגישה כזה נרגשת וקצת מבוישת מכל הסיפור, ואני מבטיחה להמשיך בדרכי הכנה. מוקדם יותר נבחר גם עידן רייכל, אחד מאנשי השנה, ובהמשך המצעד שיועבר בשעתיים הקרובות גם בגלי צה"ל וגם בגלגלצ, ייחשף איש שנה נוסף, וכמובן, שיר השנה לתשע"ד. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר, בצוות, בת רווה ונועם נויפלד.
Words will say uh, tomorrow during the chauffeur blowing service on Rosh Hashanah from Leiva Nefesh. Before that, Mordechai ben David and Melech 
Wednesday morning on this Erev Rosh Hashanah. Tonight, the brand new year begins. The brand new year of 5775. Candle lighting at 6.30 later today. One of the uh, one of the things we get to do at least on an annual basis. Uh, if it's a good year, then more often. <laughs> we get to check in with the uh, president and chief executive officer at Maimonides Medical Center in Brooklyn, New York, which we have pointed out uh, oh so many times before is not just a... Uh, Hospital for Brooklyn, but as far as our community is concerned, you could say it's a a hospital for our worldwide Jewish community. And um, aside from uh, finding out what's doing at the hospital and uh, getting the latest statistics of how many births there have been (laughs) over the last 12 months, we get to wish a happy and healthy New Year to its president, Pam Breyer. Pam Breyer! President and CEO of Maimonides Medical Center. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nahum. I'm so glad to be here. So I'm so glad you didn't give away my, <laughs> my secret information, which is about babies, that is. Which is that this year we are probably going to deliver 20, no, that's wrong, 8,700 babies. Unbelievable. The, the, that statistic is incredible. I know I know it dwarfs everything else in New York State. I would assume it's way near the top in terms of the entire country, right? Well, that's a good question, and I think we have to do a little research. I'll let you know about that next year. <laughs> you but, know. Or, or sooner, as the case may be. But the not being the biggest birthing center in the state is a great statistic. But what's even better is that our outcomes, our obstetrics outcomes, are absolutely the best in the city of New York. Yeah. Compare the compare the numbers any way you want. Our outcomes are the best, which is really what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, so, you, you talk about nationwide. I, I was looking at some of the rankings in general: cardiology, cancer, strokes, etc. And it's it's incredible where you and your staff are. Uh, so close to the top, uh, and, and, and hovering with the, uh, with the, with the top, as you are, the top medical institutions in this country. But Pam, if you don't mind, I, I wanted to start, and even though I jumped right into the whole, uh, you know, thank God so many babies, uh, topic, I wanted to start today with the topic of New Year's resolutions. And I'll tell you what I mean. I am getting more and more frustrated, and knowing how much you care about the health of our community, I can only imagine how frustrated you are, I am getting more and more frustrated with those who insist on continuing their smoking habit. Is there any way, especially with the statistics telling us how much of a lower risk one is for lung cancer once they quit smoking, is there any way to make a real impact in our community in this area? Well, that that is really an important question because... Not smoking is one of the best things that you can do for your health, along with properly immunizing yourself against horrible diseases. So we are, we have been on this no smoking program for a very long time. There's no smoking around the hospital. Of course, I have to keep enforcing that. I actually meet with um, some of our staff who persist in smoking like five blocks away, but if I know someone's a smoker, I certainly will talk to them. But, of course, that's only micro and one-to-one, and our chat, our task is to do something much bigger. 
We offer free smoking cessation classes. We do the patch, of course, without charging. Right. Um, We proselytize young people when we meet with them and say things with them. And, you know, it's it's so challenging. There are some groups, I will say, who that, I should say, smoke more than others. Right. So well, the numbers. It, it, it's remarkable to me that our community that is, thank God, so dedicated to life and so dedicated to the, you know, the pursuit of a healthy life in general, uh, it, it's amazing to me that we're not making a greater impact on the younger generation in this area. And, uh, you know, maybe one visit to the cancer center for some smokers will, will set them straight a little bit when they see what type of suffering certain people are going through. Well, I mean, I wish it were. I wish it were that easy, though. I think that too is a, is a great idea. Um, it's it's almost as though it's easier to get people to um, take a vitamin pill right. than it is to quit smoking. Right. And people don't even do that enough. <laughs> the problem is, of course, we can all stand on our heads. And if the people who smoke don't understand and want to change and want to quit smoking, nothing's going to happen. It doesn't mean we don't keep trying. Right. Um, but it's so smart of you to to raise this basic primary public health issue, and really we can never... Um, we can never talk about it enough. Oh, no question about it. I mean, as, as I get older, like I say, it drives me nuts. And I, I figured, you know, the new year starts tonight at six thirty. Uh, it would, it would be a good. I would this be <laughs> this would be a good New Year's resolution? No, <laughs> you know? absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes I have to add to that that um, separate and apart from that, which would be probably one of the best New Year's gifts you could give to your family and loved ones and to yourself. Um, I'm still on this colon cancer screening right. kick um, because that too, if you get tested for colon cancer regularly, like every 10 years, unless there's some other reason, right. you can really cure cancer, colon right. cancer. Right. And that too is a big struggle to get people over the age of, I don't know, 45 yeah. to to show up and do the necessary preparation and get those tests. And I know we've talked about this before. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, uh, and, and you keep telling us year after year how the, uh, you know, the early detection, you, you, you think early detection is, uh, you know, is a lifesaver, which we know it is. But year after year, because of the advancement, you see how much, how much of a savior it is. Now, thank God, it doesn't, even, it doesn't even have to be as early as it used to be. And it's amazing what the doctors could do at this point. No, I think, I think that's right. And I did have this, I still have the goal, of course. I, I still, I had this passion to wipe out colon cancer in Brooklyn because I figured I had to set, you know, an easy task for myself to do, <laughs> yeah. like getting people to quit smoking. Yeah, talk about and, New Year's um, resolutions. <laughs> but I'm not on top of that yet. Try me again next year. I'm beginning to think we're going to have to do it shul by shul, church by church, and just really shame people into going to do it. Yeah. Well, um, because it's so crazy. Well, I told you, if there's an event like that or a uh, a seminar or uh, or some type of uh, health program, which seems to always get a big crowd when you're there, uh, let us know about it. We'll make sure to tell everybody about it. Pam Breyer is with us as we um, talk about Maimonides Medical Center and to do, do somewhat of an annual report because we get a chance before Rosh Hashanah, before the brand new year, 
to speak with the president of Maimonides Medical Center here on the air. All right, so I alluded to it earlier, uh, and so many people in Brooklyn, forget about outside of Brooklyn, so many people in Brooklyn don't realize this. Uh, the numbers, the rankings, when it comes to uh, uh, heart attack patients, pneumonia patients, angioplasty patients, I mean, it's incredible where Maimonides ranks right now nationally when it comes to uh, cardiology and it comes to, uh, uh, you know, stroke and cancer, all these different areas. So, once again, I am so, you're just, you're up on top of all those numbers, and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate having the opportunity to tell all your many listeners about this. So this year, again, the statistics show us that your chances of survival of a heart attack or a stroke are greater at Maimonides than any other hospital in the city except for New York Presbyterian, which does have a great cardiac program, I will say, Um, but better than all of the others. So since time is always of the essence with heart attacks and stroke, and since our numbers are so terrific, I cannot imagine uh, that one, you know, that anyone would in that terrible position would want to go anywhere else. Right. So basically... Bad word. Right. So, so basically, so basically, what the researchers are saying is, if you're near a hospital, if you're, if you have to be near a hospital while having a heart attack, God forbid, one of the top two hospitals in New York City that you want to be at is Maimonides. Correct. Simple as that. It is really. We have unbelievably great doctors, and a couple of years ago, year and a half ago. We invested a significant amount of money in recruiting some more specialists, and we built something called a hybrid OR, which really means it has all the cardiac and vascular services, including a CAT scan, a cath lab, an OR, all in one emergency, all in one operating room. And the purpose is so that we can do procedures for people who are older and who aren't candidates for really invasive surgery or artificial um, or artificial hearts or even um, heart transplants and it is so wonderful to watch people come into the hospital of course they're they're suffering but you know hopefully god willing they're going to get better and walk out on their own i mean it's 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 really what this is all about. Could you tell our listeners about the robotic operating room, please? Well, that is really the robotic operating room. That is totally done without the surgeon necessarily being in the room. Well, no, actually. There is a surgeon in the room, but the robot, the surgeon uses this robotic machine. I don't think we'd operate on anyone without a doctor in the emergency room. <laughs> well, I didn't mean, I didn't mean, room, I didn't mean, I, I didn't mean a doctor. I meant the, one of the main people doesn't necessarily have to be there. That's all. Oh, that's, well, absolutely. That's absolutely right. I was just chuckling to myself about the robot doing those <laughs> Because we've been told that literally in some cases, uh, you know, I mean, surgeons, professionals, names that would be well-recognized around this world and certainly in our community at Maimonides, have have instructed teams what to do just by looking in on the surgery for miles, oh, and miles which is unbelievable. I know it is. It is very Star Wars-like. It is unbelievable. But 
sometimes um, I get letters in the mail from people who have come out of this surgery. And a couple of weeks ago, I got a picture from a man and his wife. The man had had this surgery, and they were at a party dancing. (laughs) Warmed my heart. I cannot even tell you. I guess full recovery, huh? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I guess so. <laughs> Thank God for that. Pam Breyer is president of the Maimonides Medical Center. I know before the new year you always like to take the opportunity to recognize uh, a different groups of people that have been essential to the hospital. First of all, of course... Beaker Cholim, and maybe we should in general uh, thank everybody who comes to the hospital to visit the patients. Am I right that you always say there's not enough visitors, that we need more and more to come? Oh, right. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. I'll tell you what. We need, we need loved ones of our patients to let patients rest after they've had surgery or are ill. Of course, we all want to be with our loved ones, and support them and be there to look out for them. I I, I do the same thing. <laughs> but we got to give them a break sometimes, huh? <laughs> but however, you know, 9 o'clock at night is not a good time for visiting, which happens all the time. Yeah, I joke, by the way, and of course, Pam and I always praise the mitzvah that people do in visiting, but I joke because Maimonides, I mean, you could imagine the way our community responds is filled with visitors all the time, and I know the, vol- the young volunteers do incredible work. They don't just visit. They actually help patients with a lot of different tasks. And then, of course, there are the people from Hatsala that have been... Uh, wow. they've been an, they are amazing. A great team with Maimonides Medical Center. Well, the Beaker Hoylands and, and Hatsala and the Hatsalas, I should say, right. and many, many other people who, who are volunteers. We still have the biggest volunteer program i think in the city yeah certainly we do we have almost two thousand volunteers it's it's unbelievably great and the doulas those doulas just come in at night and even even some of them come in at special dispensation and come in on chavez because we do know that those babies are born at any time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they just show up and they're ready to come. Whenever they we have these unbelievably great women go through a very rigorous training course um, so that they are qualified to uh, hold the patient's hand and rub the patient's shoulder and back and really be um, handmaidens, which is what the word means in Greek, uh, to our many women who deliver babies. Yeah, they and all the volunteers do a great job, and I can imagine, I'm sure there's somebody in this audience that's panicking about the, uh, uh, about, about an arrival that's probably imminent, and they know a three-day yuntif is coming up, so. Oh, we're so, we're, we're so on top of that. <laughs> that I know, that I know. We are so on top of that. <laughs> if you want the experts in that area, then oh, you head, you head straight there. Uh, oh. fi- finally, anything, uh, anything, uh, in terms of the actual facility we should know about? Are you looking to, uh, well, we we are looking, and we've recently gotten approval after a very thoughtful, I think, community process. We are hoping that this year we will break ground and begin to build a new medical office, office building, a medical arts building wow. on 9th Avenue between 48th and 49th Street. Nice. And we have managed to... Uh, rearrange the staff in other places, take them out of those brownstones. We've bought a few homes for 
people who have lived there all their lives and resettled them so that everybody is comfortable. And um, hopefully, before the secular new year, we will be well on our way. It's going to be an eight-floor building. It's going to have parking, yay, uh, underneath, <laughs> underneath the ground. Oh, my goodness. And um, so that's... It's really going to be great. Yeah, only people... We're very, very happy. Only pe- we, are, we are blessed. We are just blessed at Maimonides to have the opportunity to, to serve people and to make them well and um, deliver babies. And, of course, we, we try not to forget what a... really what a mitzvah it is to do these things for people. And we try very hard to remember to do these things nicely and thoughtfully and respectfully. Well, as I said during the opening, it's a it's an effect that's felt worldwide because uh, you know you're not just in mm. you're not just in Brooklyn for the Jewish community. You're the epicenter of care um, you know, for so many people, and that literally means around the world. Uh, I thank you for everything. Pam Breyer, Maimonides Medical Center, great friend of this radio program. Always a pleasure to speak to you, especially now when we get to wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And a big emphasis on the healthy, Pam. You know what they say? Uh, big emphasis. There you go. When you're, when you're affiliated with a hospital, people wrongly think you want people checking in. The only people you want checking in are the mothers-to-be. That's it. Correct. Correct. And then we would like them please to go home and be happy with their babies. Exactly. <laughs> Shana Tova to you, and thank you oh, again. And to all of the people who listen to your program. Greatly appreciate that. Pam Breyer, she's president and CEO of Maimonides Medical Center, doing amazing work in Brooklyn and beyond, and I thank her for joining us. Always a pleasure to speak to her, especially when we get to talk about uh, what's happened over the last year and the plans for the future. 7.30 in the morning, it's Erev Rosh Hashanah. The brand new year begins tonight, and this is JM in the AM.
first ten days of Tishrei are called Aseret Kumei Chuba. We will think about our year gone by and pray with feeling more Kavana. We'll do better this year in every way. Treat all people better too. We will do the mitzvot perfectly and be a very special
Wednesday morning, Erev Rosh Hashanah, final day of the year as we get set for the brand new year of 5775 and wish a happy, healthy, and sweet new year to everybody out there, especially the incredible listeners of this radio program and Nahum Siegel Network. Don't forget at 9 o'clock this morning, a replay and encore of last night's 9 at 9. Some surprises last night in the 9 at 9. Yassi Zwag does a live Z-Report, Erev Rosh Hashanah live lunch coming up between 11 and 1 today on our stream at jmnam.org, and I thank him for that. Uh, candle lighting at 6.30. Shabbos Shuvah coming up this Shabbos. Rabbi Goldwasser's Shabbos Shuvah drush at 5 p.m. at the Shulamis High School. I see listener Terry is making um, sushi. It looks like a sushi salad for tonight. This is the advantage <laughs> when you're on Facebook and you see... People post their Yuntif um, menus, their Yuntif menus for the next few days. 
So I can tell you, if you're at Terry's house tonight, there will be chicken soup with matzo balls. Uh, there'll be roasted potatoes, grilled vegetables. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at the whole thing here. <laughs> All the way from Wednesday night through Shalashudis on Shabbos. <laughs> uh, boy, that's funny. There'll be a salad bar, by the way, for Friday lunch. If you're at Terry's house. <laughs> uh, it is funny looking at the uh, different things that people post. As Rosh Hashanah, the brand new year, approaches. Uh, JM the with 60 degrees. Looks like a lot of rain tomorrow in this area. That's the way it looks right now. Looks like lots of rain. Everybody, you coming up at 8.15. It's eight minutes before 8 o'clock. As we get set to wrap up the year and pray for a year of peace. Don't forget that uh, there'll be no JM the tomorrow and Friday. Due to Rosh Hashanah. We return on uh, Monday morning. Post some Gedalia. And, of course, our weekend programming will commence uh, after Shabbos on our stream at jmnam.org. Matis, this coming Sunday, on JM Sunday, which goes from 7 until 9, we'll have the first guest of our brand new year. That's the first Nachum Siegel Network guest of the new year. And you know who it is? It's quite a guest. The chief rabbi of South Africa, Rabbi Warren Goldstein, will talk about his role as chief rabbi and the Shabbos project taking place in a few weeks. Matis hosts JM Sunday this coming Sunday on our stream at jmtheam.org. Don't miss his conversation with the chief rabbi of South Africa coming up this weekend. Should be very interesting. Want to thank those who've been contacting me with Mazel Tov wishes. Today I celebrate proudly my 31st anniversary at WFMU. It all began 31 years ago today on a Wednesday, on an Erev Rosh Hashanah Wednesday. And I never dreamt in my wildest dreams that I'd have the privilege of doing this for 31 straight years. I thank you. I guess year 32 officially begins today. Let it be one of uh, great success for all of us. JM in the AM with Dudu Fisher.
Amazing piece from uh, Dudu Fisher, Bishofar Gadol. Wrapping up hour number two this morning as we get closer and closer to the brand new year. Before that, the uh, welcome back Yom Tov, Rosh Hashanah Medley. Hey, don't forget the Erev Tavshilin on this Erev Yom Tov, no matter where you are, even in Israel, where very often they don't have to make an Erev Tavshilin when we do. Today, everybody does. Three-day Yom Tov everywhere around the world. If you're not familiar with the Erev Tavshilin, consult with your local rabbi. Candlelighting at 6.30 or by Yudin coming up, we'll have the um, discussion about the upcoming holiday and plenty more. Thanks for keeping it right here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world in the web, JM and the AM. .org
J.M. in the A.M., some of the material off the brand-new inscribed CD. Uh, that album, uh, well, let's see, what do we feature off of that album? We did uh, Utashuva from the Liturgy of the um, High Holidays with Hillel Kapnik, Osim Chuva with David Gabe, and M.S. Malkenu done by Naftali Kempe. It's all brand-new here at J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning on this era of Rosh Hashanah. Don't forget the era of Tavshilin, candlelighting at 6.30. My 31st anniversary today at this radio station. Hard to believe. I remember back on Erev Rosh Hashanah, 5773, 1983. Yeah, I guess officially it was still 5772 when I started. Hard to believe 31 years have passed. Hey, I got to give a special shout out to David Kufeld. The legendary David Kufeld is the man responsible for training me when I walked in Erev Rosh Hashanah 31 years ago. And I want to give a special shout-out to Norman Lester, the legend himself. It was he who uh, who found me, <laughs> who discovered me, and brought me to the radio station uh, literally the next morning, which was Erev Rosh Hashanah back in 1983. And can't believe I've been privileged to be in this chair ever since. Just unbelievable. I take this opportunity to wish Rabbi Yudin and Rabbi Goldwasser our two rabbinic contributors who have been with this radio program longer than I have and who continue on a daily basis and in Rabbi Yudin's case at least a weekly basis to inspire our audience with their incredible words of Torah and in this case in Rabbi Yudin's case such a uh, an incredible examination each week of the Torah portion and of the upcoming holidays so to Rabbi Goldwasser and his entire family to Rabbi Yudin and his entire family happy healthy sweet new year Shana Tova Umituka. This time each and every Friday, usually, we turn to our Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. In this case, we turn to Rabbi Yudin to speak to us about the upcoming holiday and, of course, Shabbos Shuvah as well. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Yom to everybody. Wow. Today we have the privilege to prepare for Rosh Hashanah, ushering in a new year. Let's go from the beginning. Today we did not say Tachanun for Shacharis. Why? The day itself has that excitement of the forthcoming Yom Tov. A very strong reminder that we are to make an Erev Tafshilin today. We take a cooked food and a baked food and we recite a bracha. Asher Kitshanu Sivano Al Mitzvah's Eruv. What we are doing is with this procedure of the Eruv Tafshilin, we are now permitted to cook this forthcoming Friday, which is Yom Tov for this coming Shabbos, Shabbos Shuva. The Eruv Tafshilin is put away. Conceptually, what you're doing is you are starting the preparation for Shabbos now and you're continuing for Shabbos on Friday. It is to be, quote, hidden so it's not eaten before Shabbos and therefore it can be used on Friday for the food preparation. The minhag is to 
eat the Erev Tavshilin for Shalosh Seudos this coming Shabbos, Shabbos Shuva. The Minog of HaTorah Nadorim was done this morning, Erev Rosh Hashanah. If one did not have an opportunity to so do, they can do so during Aseres Yemei Tshuva. I just want to point out that in the name of the late Rav Elio Lapian, Zechat Sadik Levracha, in the Mincha this afternoon, in the last prayer of Tuf Shin Ayin Dalid, we will say, Barecholeinu Hashem Olokeinu Esashono Hazos. Literally, in the last few seconds of the year, we pray to God that He should bless this year, the year 5,774, reminding us how we need His bracha literally every single moment. Now, let's go in order. Tonight, in our Mayriv for Rosh Hashanah, we add to the Shemona Esrei several additions and changes. And these additions and changes are done throughout the Aseris Yemei through Ne'ilah of Yom Kippur. To the first bracha we add Zochreinu Lechayim. And to the second bracha we add Michamocha. If one one should be careful the entire time to dive in from the machzor, from the sitter during the week, so that we don't forget these additions. If one did forget these two, the first two, they need not repeat the Shemona Esrei. The third change in the third bracha of every Shemona Esrei, in the bracha of Kedushas Hashem, Instead of Bracha to Hashem, Hokela Kodosh, it is changed to Hamelech Kodosh. There, if one does not immediately correct himself, so they have to, if they went on, they go back to the beginning of the Shemona Esrei. And if they finish the Shemona Esrei, they have to go back to the very beginning of the Shemona Esrei. That's how important that change is. And two more changes at the end of the Shemona Esrei. After Modim, the Alkulam, we add Chsov L'chaim Tovim. And finally, in the Bracha of Shalom, we add B'Sefer Chaim. Again, if one did not include those two, one would not have to go back and repeat the Shemona Esrei. We come home tonight, please God, to a special Yom Tov meal after Kiddush you wash the Tilas Yadayim Hamotzi many have the custom of dipping the challah in honey as opposed to salt have salt on the table and dip the challah if that's your custom in honey but then there's a universal custom which needs to be made mention of and that is we dip a piece of apple in the honey, and even though we've washed hamotzi, 
which usually would cover your fruit cup as an entree, here you make a bracha bore priyo eats. You take a bite of the apple, and you then dip the apple in the honey. You recite Yiratzon, that God should please God. Techadisholeinu, renew for us. Shonatova umesuka, a good and sweet year, and then we eat it. Now, the reason that we make the bracha of Bari Priyo Eitz, even though you made the Amotzi, is because this is a ceremonial food. You'll take my word for it, one of the deep messages that this dipping of the apple in the honey symbolizes is that not only the living, but the deceased, the dead as well, are judged on Rosh Hashanah. Then we have what is known as Simna Milsa. In many homes, we have either or, eating or on the table. You have on the table the head of either a fish or a sheep, and we say, Yiratzon, that please God, we should be Larosh, and the practice is that we have be it carrots known in Yiddish as merin to increase and we have Yiratzon that our merits should increase I'll share with you something very interesting on this one can ask the obvious question how can you ask God to increase our merits. Either we deserve it, or we don't, based upon our past performance. And I'll suggest a very nice answer, and that is based upon the Gemara in Yuma 86, Pevav Amid Beis. So the Gemara tells us, in the name of Reish Lakish, that great is tshuva, that zdonos, literally our intentional sins, can be converted to shkogos, to a lesser infraction, to unintentional. And then there's a second teaching of Reish Lakish that says, my goodness, gedola tshuva, that zdonos, our willful sins, are looked upon kishuyos, literally as merits, now how can that happen? The Gemara says, Lokasha, between the two statements of Reish Lakish, Kan me'ava, kan me'ira. The second statement, which says that our sins can be literally uh, transformed into merits, is if our tshuva, our repentance, was done, me'ava, literally out of love. If not, if it's done me'ira, then they are transferred from zdonos, from willful tishkagos to unintentional. And therefore, when we say over here, that our merits should increase, we are basically talking to ourselves and saying, may we be privileged to do tshuva me'ava. Rosh Hashanah ushers in the ten days of tshuva, of repentance. And even though there is no vidui on Rosh Hashanah, the major theme of Rosh Hashanah is 
Malchios, that we are coronating God. We are clearly putting Him front and center at the very head of our life. And as such, by doing so, this can literally transform our lives and therefore we should realize and appreciate the incredible nature of this Yom Tov. The Chinuch, in his commentary on Mitzvah 3.11, where he talks about the prohibition of not doing work on Rosh Hashanah, he says that you should know that this day of Rosh Hashanah is Mechastei Hokel Al Bruav. It's literally one of God's great kindnesses that He shows to His creations, that He causes them to be judged once a year, so that their sins do not accumulate. So there's room for atonement, there's room for forgiveness, there's room for starting all over again. Because if God forbid, we would not have to stop, look and listen on Rosh Hashanah, and our sins would accumulate, then God forbid it could be so great that it would be beyond repair. So this day represents an incredible kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's for this reason that it is a day of judgment. Our rabbis tell us, Hayom Haras Olam, when we will blow the shofar, please God, during Malchios, Zechronos, and Shofros, we have the paragraph afterwards saying today is the birthday of the anniversary of the world. It doesn't mean literally the birthday of the world. That was this past Shabbos, the 25th of Elo. But rather, it's the anniversary of the creation of man. Man was created on Rosh Hashanah. Man was sinned on the day he was created. Man was judged. And God said to him, initially, the day that you eat from the forbidden fruit, you will die. And what happens? God made the sentence much lighter. He was made mortal, but he lived for 930 years afterwards. Similarly, we pray that God is going to have Rachmanus on us as well. And that is indeed part of the shofar to transform and to kavayochol, in words that we can understand, literally help God help us and focus from His seat of strict judgment to that of mercy within the din. Please God, tomorrow morning for Shacharis. So we have the Yom Tov Tefillah of Rosh Hashanah and just be aware that we conclude the Shacharis with Avinu Malkeinu. The Kriyas Torah for the first day of Rosh Hashanah comes from Parshas Vayera where Hashem Pokad Esora one of the three themes of the day is that it's Yom Azikaron, a day of remembrance, a day of judgment. God remembered Sarah, and I urge you, take out Sarah's name symbolically, put your name in, 
remind yourself that God remembers you and each and every one of us on Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, it is so meaningful. Beyond that, we are reminded that Sarah says, Kol li. She names her little child laughter. Why laughter? Could you imagine? She calls in her child laughter. Come inside and eat your supper. Laughter. Now it's time to go to sleep. What kind of name is laughter? But the answer is, Kol li. The whole world laughed at Sarah, a woman of 90, having a baby. Our very coming into play as a people was miraculous and pinch yourself because till this very day our very existence as a people is miraculous. How do you explain the survival of the state of Israel surrounded by millions and millions of hostile neighbors? How do you explain it? And there's only one way to explain it. Can't be done. It's all miraculous. Nothing has changed. This is the Kriyas HaTorah for the first day of Rosh Hashanah. The Kriyas HaTorah for the second day of Rosh Hashanah is that of the Akedah, which Avram and Yitzchak show their incredible ability to have such dedication to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we every year incorporate not only the teaching as part of our reading of the Torah but in terms of our prayers and in the Shemona Esrei for Musab, which we'll talk about in a few moments so we have clearly the conclusion of the second Bracha of the Shemona Esrei, that of Zechronos, concludes with the following Bracha. Kizocher konishkochos atahumiyolam. It is you who eternally remembers all the forgotten things. Vien shikha lefnechi seichvodecha. There's no forgetfulness before your throne of glory. The Akedas Yitzchok Lezaro Hayom Brachamim Tiskor. And may you mercifully remember today the Akedah of Yitzchok for the sake of his offspring. Incredible that the Akedah is still utilized as if I'm not worthy of it, just look who my grandfather was. My grandfather Avraham. Look at my grandfather Yitzchak and the Akedah. Now, right after Kriyas HaTorah and the Haftorah, we have the blowing of Shofar. The blowing of Shofar is the biblical mitzvah for Rosh Hashanah. Now, it's important that we realize the blowing of shofar is done three times in our service. We blow 30 sounds before the Shemona Esrei of Musaf. We blow 30 sounds within the Shemona Esrei of Musaf. The Sfard tradition 
is to blow during the silent Shemona Esrei. Everybody begins the Shemona Esrei. And when they silently have completed the first section of the Shemona Esrei, called Malchios, denoting God's kingship, coronating Him, then we blow ten sounds on the shofar. And when we finish Zuchronos, ten more, shofros ten more, the Ashkenazic tradition has that we blow the thirty sounds, ten, 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 during the repetition of the Shemona Esrei. That brings us to 60 sounds. And finally, at the end of davening, we blow 40 more sounds. It is imperative that men must hear the shofar. Women should hear the shofar. They've accepted it upon themselves. Though it's a positive mitzvah governed by time, your bubbies and their bubbies have already accepted it upon themselves. And therefore, man or woman who cannot come to shul on Rosh Hashanah, try to arrange today, call your local rabbi, ask him to arrange that somebody should come to the nursing home, to the hospital, to a private home, where people who couldn't come to shul would be, and someone comes and blows 30 sounds on the shofar for them. It's so important that we recognize just the following in terms of the shofar. From the Chatzotzros, as found in chapter 10 in the fourth book of the Torah, a tekiah is a happy sound. As the Torah tells us in chapter 10, verse 10, in the book of Bamidbar. And a teruah is a sad note, as we find in verse 9. It was blown at the time of war. What we're blowing on Rosh Hashanah among the many different themes is Tekiah. Man was born and came into this world happy, meaning devoid of sin. Unfortunately, what happens to his life is he incorporates trua as part of his life, but the every trua is followed by a tekiah with that very powerful message that we can and must transform the brokenness of our life into that straight, happy sound of the tekiah. Finally, there is the custom on Rosh Hashanah afternoon, weather permitting, and if one can walk to a flowing body of water, to recite Tashlech. One should not throw pieces of bread into the water for the fish during Tashlech. The reason for this is the fish don't need your sustenance. You are to feed on Shabbos and Yom Tov those animals who are dependent upon you for their sustenance. And understand that we say the last three verses of the book of Micha, Mikael Kamocha, the Yud Gimumidos that are found therein, and we recite as part of that the verse, Vesashlich Bimsulas Yom, 
Kol Chatosam, asking God that we are coming symbolically to cast into the depths of the sea all our sins, as well as be aware that when they coronated kings in the past, they coronated kings by a flowing body of water, because this is the theme of Rosh Hashanah to coronate Hashem. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum, Stacy, his entire family, and the entire family of JM in the AM, Iksiva Fachasima Tova, wishing them a good, healthy year, giving them the strength to continue to uplift the Jewish community locally and those that are privileged to listen literally all around the globe to bind the Jews one to another with not just our beautiful music and culture and heritage and divrei Torah but to create a sense of Kol Yisrael Arevim Zelozeh that all Israel are literally responsible one for another or as the Rebbe Rebnaftoli of Rupchitz interprets Kol Yisrael Arevim Zelozeh one Jew sweetens another and we thank Nachum for sweetening the beginning of our day focusing and putting us in the right direction. I take this opportunity to wish all our listeners a ksiva vachasimwa tova, a good gebenched yar, and we should be privileged together to find enrichment from our Torah on a weekly basis. A good yom tov and a good Shabbos for Shabbos Shuva to all. I lay up there, I
Great Rib Shlomo Kalbach with an amazing high holiday selection at JMM. All the way back at Hask 6, if you're wondering where that was. Unbelievable. Wednesday morning, Erev Rosh Hashanah. Tomorrow and Friday off the air. There'll be other programming here at WFMU. We're back on Monday. Don't forget, Matis on Sunday will host the rabbi, the chief rabbi of South Africa, live on the show on JM Sunday on our stream at jmnam.org. Make sure you do the Erev Tavshilin today. Candle lighting at 630 Make sure you do the Air of Tavshilin. And I take this opportunity to wish the entire JM and the AM staff, uh, led, of course, by my dear friends, Matis Weingast and Mark Zomik, and the entire Nahum Siegel Network staff, led by the amazing Miriam L. Wallach, and everybody who puts in so much time and effort in all that we do 24 hours a day on this uh, radio show, radio station, and network online. A happy, healthy, and sweet new year. May we continue to grow and grow and have yet another successful year. You know, as we look back at 5774, so I guess we would say the machine of the year was Iron Dome. The people of the year are obvious. The people of the year are the three boys who, um, who we lost in June, who were brutally murdered by the enemy after the kidnapping or Immediately after the kidnapping, it seems. Uh, but uh, a set of three boys that brought the entire world together in so many different ways. And uh, I know Mayer debuted this uh, for us on Monday during the Israel show. I'd like to play it as well. It is the uh, message that Racheli Frankel, mother of Naftali Frankel, uh, the 16, one of the 16-year-old boys, uh, produced for Rosh Hashanah 
5775. Here's her message, Racheli Frankel at JM in the AM. Those 18 days, they were filled with the darkest hours, but also amazing hours. We discovered our family, our friends, our community, our country, our people. People all over the world had thousands of grassroots initiatives. I spoke to people in Cape Town, in Kathmandu, in Australia. There were delegations from all over North America, Europe. People all over were saying, these are not just your boys, these are our children. Sometimes I ask myself, was this just an illusion? And I have this image of a person walking in the dark, and it's raining, and they're stumbling, and they're figuring out their way don't see anything and then for a second there's lightning and in that lightning they see the reality of their surroundings it helps them guide their way we had days and days of lightning it's no illusion what we saw about ourselves we're part of something huge we're part of a people of a true family that's for real somebody called our home and said you know I'm considered a non-affiliated Jew I want to tell you, I feel so affiliated. Cain asks, am I my brother's keeper? I think our answer came out loud and clear. We are one family, and I am my brother's keeper. It's no illusion. Even if day-to-day life doesn't feel like this, what we saw was real. Koshishanai is coming up. Let's all choose an act, large or small, to keep the spirit of those days alive. It was said, we went out searching for the boys and we discovered ourselves. Oh, 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 oh,
That's, of course, Mordechai Ben David. An amazing high holiday selection, Barosh Hashanah. Ready to wrap up the year and wish everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet 5775. Candle lighting is 6.30 later today. Don't forget the encore of the 9 at 9 is coming up with Yossi Zweig right after JM in the AM on jmtheam.org. And a Z-Report live, live lunch for Erev Yontif coming up at 11 o'clock Eastern time this morning here at jmtheam.org. Time to say good Shabbos with Journeys. They'll fill your home with light. Songs of Shabbos Well into the night So throw away your hammer There's nothing left to do Go on home and find a gift That's waiting there for you Oh, it's time to say good Shabbos Cause all your work is done Spend the day together with the Holy One. Say special blessing on a cup that's filled with wine. Man and his creator is a very special sign.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Well, I was just telling our leader, Ken Friedman, that Matis has calculated that I'm about 7,800 shows uh, in my career, and today celebrating 31 years here at WFMU. Ken Friedman, I thank you. Without you... Happy 31st. Thank you. Happy 31st, Malcolm. Thank you very, very much for that. Happy 5775. Thank you. Happy and healthy 5775. We should continue growing to tremendous heights during the upcoming year. And even though I can't go into detail now, folks, I will say it again. Without Ken Friedman, this would never have happened. I would never have grown to this point, and I thank him. Happy, healthy, sweet New Year to everybody, all of our incredible listeners, our fantastic staff, and everybody out there who is... um, so gracious with their good wishes today. It is much appreciated. We are back Monday morning. Matis has the Chief Rabbi of South Africa Sunday on JM Sunday on the stream at jmnam.org. Have a fabulous holiday, a wonderful Rosh Hashanah, wonderful Shabbos. Till next week, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.